Hey, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Today we talk to John Novak, a physician assistant out of New York, and we discuss a other bunch of silly stuff too. Enjoy. doing tonight good how are you good john how are you doing brother doing good there my friend um we are pleased to be joined tonight with john who is a physician assistant in a prominent new york hospital and applause <sighs> <Yippee> -ki <-yay. laughs> how you doing brother i'm doing good my friend How's things up north, baby? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, these, we live in interesting times. <coughs> um, <laughs> things are, uh, things are actually getting a little bit better, I think. You know, it, it has not been, uh, has not been as much madness. You know, the, the volume is slowing up a little bit. Um, I, I, I think we're, looking at the end of the uh at the, the the light at the end of the tunnel so hopefully it's not a fucking train so um you say better for people who don't know or not from up there um take us from the beginning to present day well um in the uh in the early days of this you know when uh you know, when the testing first started coming out, I, I work in an urgent care center. So we were, um, we were designated as a, as an urgent, as a uh, testing site. And we spent basically 12 hours a day gowned and, and full PPE, you know, full body condoms going into rooms and swabbing people, hacking coffin and, you know, high fevers, body fluids flying. And uh, it, it was it was ugly. It, it was it was frightening. You know, going to work every day, it's like you're taking your life in your hands. Um, since those days, it has gradually it it stayed pretty stable like that for for probably close to a month, and it is has started to now back off a little bit. We're starting to see some some regular patients. You know, I, I never in my life thought I'd be happy to see somebody come in and say, oh, I got a vaginal discharge. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's, it's, I'm so happy. We used to fight over those charts. And now we're getting probably, I would say, half regular patients and, and half COVID patients. Wow. So things, things in my, from my perspective, that they're starting to look up a little bit. But, you know, obviously... We don't know what we don't know what tomorrow brings. You know, people are are are, uh, are they're protesting that everybody wants to be set free, and I'm I'm concerned that we're going to wind up with a second wave like in 1917. Well, you know, 
that there's going to be a second wave. I, I, I would be amazed if there's not a second wave. Sadly, and, I agree with you. And for those people that don't know history, the second wave of the Spanish flu killed a lot more people than the first wave. By an order of magnitude. So, sorry, go ahead. Like 35 million people that got killed the second time around. You know, I would tell you since, you know, um, for those who don't know, I'm a paramedic in New York City and in North Carolina. Down here, I do community paramedicine, which is like, I don't ride an ambulance at all, dude. You know, I go to people's houses, you know, for the community paramedicine program is people that, you know, go to the hospital a lot to try to keep them out for, you know, overcrowding reasons and for a lot of billing reasons and for money reasons. Um, I go to the house, take care of them, prescribe medications, uh, virtuals with doctors. I see a lot of COVID patients. I probably see four a day at the very least. And the virus is all over the map. I've had 70 year olds that are, barely have any symptoms like a fever and they're doing great i've had 25 year olds that are on the verge of going to the hospital to be vented and then i have 40 year olds that's like in the middle and i've seen a lot of recovery but then i have a couple of friends that work paramedicine that are doing very bad they're doing very bad just a little sidebar my boy jeff alt who i worked with as a paramedic in new york for many years, he's actually in the hospital right now on a vent from COVID. And there's a Facebook page kicking around if you guys want to donate to him, you know, um, you know, to help his family out and whatever medical bills I guess are covered. <clears throat> um, but you know, it's I, I, dude, I have no idea. It's just crazy. It's strange. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no logic to it. Almost, um, they they. they they traditionally say that it's the elderly population, but oh, there's quite, there's quite, yeah, it's quite a lot of, uh, of younger people, but you know, I, you and I have talked about this before. Uh, the thing that I'm noticing, the most commonality thing that I've seen has been, been gross obesity. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say the more the people that I've seen that are doing um, horrible have been, morbidly obese we're not talking about 30 40 pounds we're talking about 100 or two pounds you know well over the spectrum yeah agreed my my uh my my sister is a uh, physical therapist she works in a uh you know pretty major hospital chain over here on long island and in the icus they've been proning these patients um proning for for those who don't uh, who aren't familiar with the term you know, normally when you're on, when you're intubated and you have a tube down your throat, you're laying on your back. And they found that flipping these patients over and uh, having them face down, the secretions drain better and the patients, their oxygen saturation increases uh, dramatically, but just by flipping them. So what she's doing all day is flipping these patients and moving their limbs around so that they don't, uh, they don't become atrophied. Um, they, she, she has practically her entire patient load is patients with COVID that are intubated and almost, almost entirely they're, they're grossly obese, you know, 
she had a um, a 17 year old who was 350 pounds about two weeks ago that that died in the ICU from that. Wow, that's nuts. I don't know, man. What is it? Uh, what's today's date? May second. Second. Yeah, and thirty. Yeah, five two. Thirty-one states open up today. Yes. Is it that many? Yeah, yeah, it's like 31. And I think North Carolina opens up next week. New York opens up in two weeks. Uh, like fully open up or just like certain things? Well, I think a modified open, you know, but, man, I'm going to say I'm going to go out on a limb that August is going to be fucked up. Yeah. See, that's, that's, that's what we're worried about here. So I'm <clears throat> down in South Jersey, and I know, like, my sister and wife both work at a hospital down here and they're preparing for the worst because they feel like it's getting worse here now, all of a sudden, like it's working its way South or something. I don't really know. <clears throat> and um, we're worried because uh, Amber's pregnant, my wife's pregnant. And as of right now, I'm, I'm the only one allowed in the building with her. If something, ha you know, she goes into labor, but you know, if what you guys are, what a lot of people are saying is right. You know, july august we're going to get another wave of this and there's a good chance i'm not going to be allowed in there which is going to suck you know have you had to deal with anything like that with uh like have you seen any like pregnant people having this or dealing with the consequences of not being in the hospital well myself personally i just had a lady who was um postpartum which she just gave birth like three weeks ago and she was tested covid positive and through her labor and the baby was, was clean. I actually go to her house every day to test the baby and monitor the baby and vital signs and all that stuff to see where the baby's at. And the baby's been good. You know, she wears a mask. She's really responsible. Her husband dipped with the other kid just so they wouldn't get it. But that was the one person I've seen. I don't know about, what about you, John? Um, I've, had, I've had to test multiple people that are pregnant. Um, I haven't seen any postpartum uh, patients, but I, I've had many women that are pregnant that needed to be tested before they could go into the hospital to deliver. Um, they uh, apparently they have a uh, they're, they're keeping them segregated. You know, so they have like a like a COVID uh, pregnancy ward. You know, delivery uh, delivery ward. Um, my daughter is pregnant. She's oh, oh, yeah. she's due she's due uh, the end of July. That's yeah, you know, me beginning of August. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. so I'm I'm. Wait a minute, you don't know my daughter, do you? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. South Jersey, now nah, she don't go down there. Uh, uh, no, no one does. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, it's a little bit concerning, you know. So she's, you know, she's been uh, she's been isolated. She hasn't left her house in 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 uh, you know a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it, it. We we do not want her to become uh, to become COVID positive at this point. Yeah, now, yeah, that's 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 going on here too. Now, it's pretty crazy. Going to the baby and is that po like in in vitro? Is that possible? There has not been any evidence of it. Okay. There has not been any cases that I've read about where it was passed uh, through uh, through childbirth. So. I, I, I think it's probably okay. Um, kids don't seem to get as severe a form of the illness 
Okay. That's um, interesting. You know, I you know, talk about it. There was there was rumors about something to do with the uh, with the lung chemistry surfactant or you know whatever. Uh, there, there's there's nothing definitive at this point, but children are are pretty much okay with this. Right, two questions: What? How do you feel about which? <clears throat> from what I'm following, no one knows dick about it, and it's just cannon fodder. How do you feel about the um, antibody thing, which they cannot say works or doesn't work? And how do you feel about everybody opening up? What do you mean? Oh, you mean like like a business opening up? Oh. I, I I think it's I think it's about the anti it's suicide. How do you feel about the antibody thing? I think the antibody test is going to be very, very important. Um, if we can determine what degree of antibody level constitutes immunity, you know, if you if you do a an IgG test for mumps, we know if your titer is greater than eighty five that you're immune. We know that if you test it for for measles, if your titer level is is greater than thirty five, you're immune. We don't know what the immune state is. All right, let me but, real quick, John. So there's two sets of antibodies, the first set and then the latest set, correct? That's, that's correct. It's IgG and IgM. Okay. So having the antibodies doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get it again um, because it hasn't been proven yet. So we, we, as far as the antibodies go, which ones are the more important, the early ones or the later ones? The early one is the IgM. The IgM means that you have the disease at this point. Okay? If, you're, if your IgM is positive and your IgG is negative, it means you have the disease. If your IgG is positive and your IgM is negative, it means you had the disease in the past. At some point, we're going to figure out what level of IgG means that you are immune to the disease. We don't have, that's the difference between what's called a qualitative test and a quantitative test. A qualitative test means yes or no. A quantitative means there's a number to it. We don't have a number test yet. We don't have a quantitative test yet. When we have that, we'll know absolutely what the immunity is. We are assuming at this point, if you have a positive IgG, that you're probably immune. It's not definitive, but that's the assumption. So if we test everybody with a quick test for, 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 a, uh, for IgG and they're positive, anybody that comes up positive, you can assume that they're immune. They can go back to work and do whatever they want. They're not passing this on. But once we have a number, it would be more definitive. That would be a, 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 a much better way to go. But unfortunately, at this stage, we don't know the answer to that because this disease hasn't been around long enough to know that we can look back retrospectively and say, hey, that guy had a, uh, an IgG of 50, you know, and wow, the motherfucker is still sick and he passed it on to his whole family. You know, we can't do that yet because we don't have enough information. So that's why we don't know if we could get it again. That's correct, because nobody's had it long enough. Now, how the do you assumption is that you cannot get it again. That's nobody has nobody has yet proven that somebody has gotten it again. Now, how do you feel about the world opening up? 
I think that the I think the world needs to open up. You know, we've got we got some serious economic problems nowadays. Not but, like, let's cut out the economics, just on a okay. health side. On a health point of view, yeah, yeah. If you, uh, you, it's it's very difficult to isolate those two those two variables. If you if you force me against the wall and say, you know, what what's the best way to go? If you want me to ask the, answer the question purely from a medical point of view. We shouldn't do anything. We shouldn't open anything up. We should all be sitting home and waiting until this dies out a little bit, until we have better testing, until 60% of the community has has a positive IgG, then we've got herd antibody, herd immunity. That's the way to go. Is that a true thing, herd immunity? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. It reaches a point where you can't pass it around. The diet, the, the virus, the virus is not alive. The vi the virus doesn't travel. The virus doesn't, you know say, I'm going to go out for a walk, you know, you've got to carry the virus to somebody else. If, if most of the population can't carry the virus because it's dead or, you know, they, they, they've got antibodies against it, then it's, it's not going to, it's not going to expand. It's not going to continue to travel on. You know, you stop moving, the virus stops moving. Okay. All right. But the problem is, is you, you can't separate them like you asked me to. It, it's mm -hmm. impossible. You know, the, the, the world has to, it's got to go on at some point, you know, there's, there's too much, there's too much riding on this. Unfortunately, it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough walk. It really is. I, I don't know how to make the, 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 uh, the separation between the two. No, I, I get that it's hard to do, to separate the two, but um, I'm just, you know, just from like a medical standpoint, you know, listen, that we're sacrifices. People are going to be sacrificed then if we're opening up and, yeah. and we got to do the thing. I, I get that. Just from a medical point of view, I was just wanted to know what you thought would be the, the smartest thing to do, which was what you answered, which would be to, you know, to keep the ass in your house. Stay the fuck home. Now, what do you think about, which I know it doesn't work, and I know the reasons why it doesn't work, the whole, well, just isolate, you know, because people are like, oh, well, just isolate the old and the um, high risk. The unfortunate part of that is that I've seen people that aren't high risk, that are insanely healthy, and they're fucked up right now, you know? Yeah, it just doesn't work. It, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not feasible. You know, you can't, uh, you can't take, um, you know, everybody who's over 65 years old who has diabetes and stick them into a home and say, you know, stay there until, uh, you know, we'll just like shove food under the door. It's, it's not, it's not possible. It, it, it's just not going to happen. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, that's, that's a big place. I mean, I assume up there too. I mean, nursing homes and all that are riddled with it down here. That's, that's the greatest percentage of death. You live in yeah. a nursing home and somebody get in the nursing home has COVID, everybody in there is going to die. The last check, think 25% of the people. 25%. Yeah. Nah, that's, all, that's crazy. There will be a lot of deaths. Dude, it's, it's crazy. I'm, like I said, I'm curious because, you know, I don't think shit's going to open how people think it's going to open. And if stuff does open, I can tell you right now, like me and my chick talked about it. It's like, oh, North Carolina's opening May eighth. Well, fucking great. I'm not going anywhere except for where I gotta go. Yeah, hell no. Yeah. Hell no. I agree. 
you know, I'm not going, you know, I'm not running to a bar. I'm not running to a restaurant. I'm going to keep shit is how it's been. You know, I go get what I need. I go to work and I only do that because I'm essential and I come home and I don't, I don't go anywhere basically. You know, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not worth taking the chance, you know, and it, it's not, it's not even about you picking it up from somewhere else, you know, cause you're, you're, you're exposed front line, you know, nobody's getting more exposed than you are or, or I am, or, you know, anybody else that works with patients every day, you're not going to get any more exposed. The, 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 um, the whole point of it, which nobody seems to get, you know, everybody's so concerned about their rights. You know, the constitution says that I have freedom, you know, guess what? Your fucking freedom doesn't give you the, uh, the, uh, the, the right to, nobody gives you the right to spread a deadly virus around. You know, we, we ha we're in this together. You know, you, you it, people are not wearing masks to, to keep you safe. It's, it's to keep, somebody else from giving it to you mm -hmm. yeah. you know you're exposed every day you're wearing a mask every day you're protected you're probably not going to be positive I you look, know you're you go ahead i look like a condom every day yeah <laughs> exactly it's like a full body condom you know I, i'm not catching it at work you know i'm going to catch it if i go to the fucking supermarket and some motherfucker coughs on me yeah yeah it's uh i mean i i somehow <clears throat> I'm in construction, so I'm an essential worker somehow. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're just taking the precautions best we can. Um, wearing masks. We, we all have masks, tons of masks in the uh, trucks at all times, rubber gloves, hand sanitizer, soap. I mean, and I'm on a job site, and, the, like, the people people just don't care. People are walking around with no masks on. They're just lottie dolling around, jogging, riding bikes, high-fiving each other and shit. It makes no sense. It's like a big party. <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. I can't believe what's going on around here. It's bad news. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not good, and it's, it's getting – it's feeling more and more unsafe every day I go in. I'm like, I, I don't know how much longer we should be doing this if they're not going to change anything. Like, uh, they're, they're not cracking down on anybody yeah. like it's just it makes no sense the, the problem is that people become complacent you know mm -hmm. this this is this is exactly the situation that happened in 1917 with the spanish flu people you know people were you know they they were involved in it um you know they they uh they sheltered at home or whatever they did you know they, they, there was obviously there was no you know there wasn't very good records of the times but you know everybody got they were chomping at the bit and then the war ended and they had this parade in new york city and next thing you know you know they went from you know 350,000 people getting killed from it down up to 25 million people you know the second wave was worse than the first wave because you get you get complacent you know you're feeling good you know you you, you stay everybody stayed home you know i haven't gone out in a month you know i'd love to go out you know i i, I feel like Every day I go to work and I'm like, God, ah, do I really have to wear this mask again? Yeah, God damn it, you do have to wear the mask again. <laughs> because if you don't, that that's that's when the second wave comes along. As soon as you as soon as you let your guard down. Speaking of wearing masks, I just want to say something on a sidebar. 
if you're in your car and you're by yourself and you're wearing a mask, you should go lick a dirty butthole. <laughs> if, if you're somebody who's wearing a mask in the car by yourself, you got to ask if they're wearing a condom in bed by themselves. Exactly. <laughs> and after this is all over, just continue to wear the mask and, and isolate yourself because there's something fucking wrong with you. <laughs> I saw a meme that said, wear the mask after two months of exposure is like wearing a condom after the bitch is already pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I see it every day I'm driving. I'm like, this motherfucker is wearing a mask. You're in the car by yourself, you fucking moron. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I see it all the time, man. I see people in their cars by themselves wearing their masks, and then I'll see them walking down the street five minutes later with no, no mask on. Makes no <laughs> yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one is the, uh, the gloves. People come in, and they're wearing the same pair of gloves. You could tell they've probably been wearing it for three days. You know, it's like, like food stains on them and shit. Same. People come out of the store wearing gloves, touch their ass, touch their fucking face, touch the door, get in the car, and scratch their face. I'm like, why don't you just take the fucking gloves off, you dick? <laughs> somebody posted on my Facebook the other day. They, 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 uh, they said that they saw somebody wearing gloves and a mask. He pulled the mask down, picked his nose with the glove. And then put the mask back on. <laughs> I have to tell you, though, from a guy that wears a mask and a shield and then a mask over the mask every day, as soon as you put that mask on, that's when the itch starts. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I cannot itch all day. As soon as I put the mask on, fuck, my nose itches. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking nuts, man. Um, I'm really curious to see economically how this plays out at the end because people are already fucked up. We have a place down here that, you know, that, you know, one of the big chicken manufacturers, you know, all the kookaroos is called Case Chicken, which they do a lot of. Okay. They just had a sale yesterday. They were selling like an unbelievable amount of chicken. Like for like, you know, $40 for like a box. I don't remember how much was in a box, but like my boy, he bought like $120 of chicken and it filled like his fucking freezer. Like they're just, because they can't sell the restaurants, they can't sell the stores. So they're just like trying to get rid of all this produce and all, and all this poultry and stuff. And they're just like, you know, pop up sale in this town and pop up sale in that town. And just getting rid of all this product that they have just sitting idly by. So I'm curious about how this is going to play out when shit is normal. Hard to say. You know, you know they, there's, uh, you know, they're talking about having a disruption in the food chain. You know, the, uh, the big processing plants like Tyson, they were on the news the other day, they, which makes no fucking sense. They're saying they have so many chickens that uh, they have nobody to process them. So they may have to just kill them. Really? So, yeah, like, I'm thinking about that. So they're going to kill a bunch of chickens 
because they don't have anybody to kill the chickens. Apparently, they have a lot of black people that work there. Why <laughs> <laughs> those motherfuckers, son? Can't see it. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I mean, we're having. <clears throat> At least in my area, I mean, I I don't know, maybe like bigger restaurants or something, but like all the, uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever had Chick-fil-A, but the fucking line goes around the corner. It's so fucking long now. I mean, you're waiting. I, I, I just look at it and go, fuck that. Like, who the fuck? Restaurants are so busy around here right now. I've never seen anything like it. Like I know a couple of the owners of pizza places down the shore. Uh, and because uh, nobody's fucking listening to the governor, everyone in their fucking mothers down the shore right now. And they're making a killing. <laughs> they are making so much fucking money because everybody's just ordering out. Just constant. Yeah. And they were dead a couple months ago. It was just dead because it was the winter time and it wasn't really nothing going on. And as soon as this shit went down, and nobody could go out to eat no more. They're just they're just making a killing. A lot of these restaurants, it's insane. Like I've never seen anything like it. And like once this is all over, it's probably going to just die, and they're going to be broke again. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's insane. There's places on the news, like you know, places that do like pork, and places that do whatever, saying that um, they have to euthanize. Well, which is absolutely crazy that they have to kill these animals. I guess because. They have no one to distribute the meat and all this stuff, like pigs and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, well, I have to just go through the process you normally go through and just freeze the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. That'll be something they can do. I mean, I don't understand. I, listen, I don't know, man, but I, I'm just telling you what I heard. But I know my boy bought, like everyone, like all my friends down here, it was like all over that they bought. You know, the lines were like massive waiting for these guys to buy, you know, chicken has an unbelievable price. You know, it was, it was nuts. I mean, any Tyson or Hatfield or whatever, anybody listening out there, you're trying to get rid of me. Here's my address. <laughs> Send it on down, son. <laughs> I'll eat that all night long. I'll give a fuck. <laughs> that, that's exactly how I feel, man. But yeah. I missed the sale, and I was pissed, and I was <laughs> except for where I'm at, you know? Come on, black man wants some chicken in his freezer too, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, I, I don't know how much it was, man. I wish I could find it, but it was, um, it was like, you know, I want to say it was like a dollar a pound, man. Wow. Yeah, it was like really cheap. The lines was supposedly like waiting for Disney or something like that. That's, that's. I mean, I don't even know how to feel about it. Like, the way I, this is where I would look at it. If these places, Tyson or um, Oscar Meyer, you know, they got too much going on and they can't, they don't have enough workers and all that to distribute stuff. And, you know, okay, process your food. I mean, maybe they only have so much freezer space. There's a lot of motherfuckers that are hungry out there right now because of this virus because they're not working. Do something. Figure out a way to get it to food banks. Anything you can. I mean, at this point, like, you know, and and write it off as a fucking tax write off later. Do something. There's got to be something they can do besides just oh, let's just kill a bunch of fucking chickens and throw them in the trash. Make <laughs> well, if send them on to Stop and Shop. I'll buy the motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
city could buy freezer trucks just to put bodies in. You could buy freezer yeah. trucks just to put meat in. Hey, hey, it, it, it makes no sense. Look what they're doing with oil. Yeah. What they do with oil. Let's, why don't you elaborate on that a little bit? What, what, <laughs> one of my friends was, was down by the beach today in, uh, in Long Island. Um, and they took pictures of multiple um, tankers just steaming back and forth on the South Shore. Really? They can't, there's, there's nowhere to put the fucking oil. That's crazy. Yeah. I got an F-150 you put some oil in. Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> That's, well, that, which is crazy because what is oil? Did it go up yet or is it still like minus $37 a barrel? No. <laughs> it was at minus $37 for like a day. It was like five minutes, but it, it, it still hasn't gotten over. I don't think it's reached over $20. I haven't looked in a few days. Mm-hmm. The last time I looked, it was at $13 a barrel, which is unsustainable. What's the price of average gas up there? Right now, I'm seeing dollar eighty-five, dollar ninety, something like that. Yeah, here is a dollar forty-seven. I filled up today. For those who don't know, all the frontline workers, go to bp.com. Um, you got to do this whole ID me thing, and if you're a frontline worker, especially a first responder, get fifty cents off. I filled up my truck today, ninety-five cents a gallon. Nice. Wow. Oh, yeah, man. I think it was like $15. I drove out there fucking looking like a guy in blackface, you know, the big old smile and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Which John seems to doesn't agree with me because it fucks up the economy, but it helps the consumer because gas is cheap as fuck, but apparently it's very, very important to other billionaire white people making money. Want to elaborate on that, John? You make me sound like a like a racist motherfucker. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you black? <laughs> Only on Tuesdays. Okay, son <laughs> of a bitch. All right, listen. Here's the deal. I love cheap gas. I absolutely do. I fucking love it. Can you hear me? Okay. I, I got you. I got you. Okay. I, I love cheap gas. I think it's the fucking greatest thing ever. The problem is, is there is like, I, I, I can't remember the number and I, I don't want to misstate it, but I think it's like 10 million Americans that are involved in the oil industry. Yeah. And if the oil companies in America are not making any profit, um, those motherfuckers are out of a job. So yeah. there's a, there's a huge there's a huge sector of of the of the American economy that's closely linked to the to the uh, to the oil industry. The oil industry doesn't make any money until oil is somewhere close to fifty dollars a barrel. Oil at thirteen dollars a barrel is going to bankrupt a lot of American companies. That's yeah. not good for the overall economy. You know, it, it's 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 kind of a, a damned if you do and damned if you don't kind of situation. You know, I'm I'm very very happy to see the oil price low because hey, you know, I I, I drive a car that's got a 40 gallon gas tank. You know, I, I I love being able to fill my car up, you know, for for uh, you know for minimal money. But at the end of the day, it, it's 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 sinking the American economy. You know, we wound up being a, a uh, the, the biggest uh, energy exporter in the world. 
you know, that that's that's uh, you know, the uh, the evil the evil Trump um, effect on the economy, <laughs> but not for nothing. That's what happened. You know, love them or hate them, but that's the net effect. And if oil doesn't start to come up a little bit, we're going to have some serious economic problems in the United States. Doesn't that piss you off, though, that our gas was high and our business was exporting? Now we can't export it. Our gas is low. It, it's, it's more linked to the barrel price than to how much is going in or going out because every, our, our national reserves are completely full at this point. They, they, they filled it up at the lowest price possible, which is great. So I think we've got probably close to five years of, of low energy costs. Okay. You know, fuel oil, you know, have, have you guys filled up your tanks? You know, you guys use, you guys use oil? Oh, I'm natural gas, baby. Or I'm use natural gas. gas. You get gas. Yeah, no, I use oil. I use oil, you know, but yeah. it's down to, you know, $1.20 a gallon. Yeah, my dad uses, uh, he's got a big oil tank, and he was saying how crazy cheap it is right now. That, yeah, it's why, cheap. Why not, why not fill up the tank right now, even though it's warm out? Well, that's, that's exactly the theory of what's going on. That's why these tanker trucks are moving back and forth out. Uh, tanker trucks, tanker, uh, you know, <laughs> these giant fuel tankers are floating around back there because they got nowhere to put it. You know, yeah. they, they, they're full and they're using them for storage at this point. They're paying, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars a day just to have these things floating around full of oil because there's nowhere to put the oil. There's a glut. So, nobody's driving. Nobody's, nobody's burning fuel because, it's, you know, we're in warm weather. So our choices are open up the U.S. and die <laughs> or keep it closed and live. A percentage of us. That's basically what the choices are. Because people will die. And you know as well as I do that there's a lot of, in a country whose number one problem is obesity, a lot of people are going to die. But yeah. to get our economy going, we have to open it up. So that's a hard, that's a tough choice to make, man. I think the problem is that it's 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 an order of magnitude, you know. The, the the solution is very simple. It really is, you know. If if we had a a a fraction of the number of people that we have in this country, it would be very simple to say, okay, let's test everybody. Anybody who's positive. Um, has a positive antigen and 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 they're uh, they're not going to to um, pass the virus along. You guys go back to work. It's great. You know everything's fine. You guys do the work, and then as other people get it, get vaccinated and they become immune, then they go back into the workforce. The problem is, is there's so many people, and it, it's it, it's like three or four people can't decide where to go for dinner. You know, m yeah. much less figure out a plan to, to move forward. There's too many people involved in this, and there's too many dissenting opinions. You know, there's the 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 uh, the, div the division, the divisiveness in, in this country. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. It, it's ridiculous. You know, we Democrat Republican was always ah, you were a Democrat, you were a Republican. Who gives a shit? Now it's like a blood feud. You know, it's like the, the Hatfields and the McCoys. 
You know, what, what the fuck? You know, just everybody has got to pull together and just say, all right, let's beat this fucking thing. You know, let's, let's have people start getting tested. Let, you know, let's, let's work on, on a drug that's going to work. Let, let's, let's, let's all work together and get this over with. But it, it ain't working that way. It's become a political divide. Do you believe that? So last night they just released that we're looking down the barrel of two years for shit's normal. Do you believe that? I, I don't think there is no, a, such a thing as normal anymore. I, I really don't. I, I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way we were. Really? I, I, yeah, I, I don't. What do you consider normal? You know, there, there's going to be a new normal at this point. I could shake your hand, give you a, you know, a bro hug, you know, stand within two feet of you, that type of shit, you know? I don't think, it, I don't think people are going to do that for years. Really? I think people are going to be paranoid as motherfuckers. For no reason. You know, because what do you say? It's less than 1% or something like that, which is all good. Uh, less than 1% die unless you're that 1% or in that case. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. Know, that's the problem, man. You know? Yeah. No one knows who's in that. It's not that cut and dry, man. Uh, do you think that people that are susceptible to the flu more susceptible or less susceptible to this disease? That's it's apples and oranges. They have nothing to do with each other. You know, so? one's an influenza virus and one's a coronavirus. They're completely different. They have nothing to do with each other. So I had a guy. Um, he was forty years old. I mean, guy's in spectacular shape. That is no history whatsoever. Had every sign and symptom of Corona, tested negative twice, and they just chopped it up to pneumonia. I have to believe he has Corona, and it's just a, you know, um, a, a false negative. Probably, probably. You don't find that. Listen, you know, these, these tests that we're using at this point were developed in the matter of, what, six weeks? That. If that, if that, exactly, they're they're not they're not stuff that we've been using for the last ten years. I'm not I'm not convinced that the test has any more accuracy than the fucking flu test that we've been using for the last twenty years. That that's seventy percent accurate at best. <laughs> so let me ask you this: If tomorrow they were like, hey. We got a new vaccine. It works. It kills Corona. It well, it prevents you from getting Corona. Would you take it? I won't. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I would have to wait a little bit. I it, really would. You don't want to be the first at anything. Because that's three. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be Rosa Parks. <laughs> No one wants to be that first black guy to stand in the front of the ice cream line in front of all those white people. That didn't work out well for him. <laughs> and he brings the black shit in there. Come on, Ed. Um, Are you a racist? 
No, I'm an equal opportunity racist. I hate everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like me. Uh, my, my, here's uh, my question. So, obviously, things are definitely going to change. And I agree. I don't think anything's going to be normal as what we thought was normal three, four months ago, whatever it was. Um, do you think, I mean, especially seeing that, I mean, a lot of people are saying people overweight are like really, a lot of them are dying because of their health. Do you think we're going to see a, a big health jump in the country soon? Like after this is over, like people really being like, holy shit, a lot of people died because, you know, they were fucking, you know, for lack of a better word, fat motherfuckers, you know, like me, I'm a big guy, you know, and I'm already been thinking about it hardcore. Like, man, I really got to get in shape because I'm a young guy who obviously could die easily from this because not only do I have, you know, asthma, blood pressure problems, but I'm, you know, I'm overweight. I'm not afraid to say it, but I think, you know, me personally, I think definitely I'm, I'm already jumping on the health thing, just trying to be a healthier person because of this alone. I mean, I got other reasons, but this is definitely fucking helping. <laughs> I, I think that there's a percentage of people that are going to um, try to help themselves. But yeah. I think the vast majority of people are just too lazy. Yeah, that's a good point. There's definitely some lazy motherfuckers out there. Um, and it, it is sad. I, I mean, I hope... I mean, I hope if anything, that would be the positive that comes out of this, just us being not the the fat country, you know? We are a lot that of That ain't going to change, my friend. That's <laughs> not going to change. This is yeah. the land of McDonald's. Supersize it. Yeah. Give me, give me the extra large fries. Give me that fucking, t- you know, 1,500-calorie Coca-Cola <laughs> to go with my freaking 1,500-calorie fries and my, my 1,700-calorie Big Mac. Those fries are delicious. Those, they are good. They are good. <laughs> and you know what? Those fuckers have the audacity to offer a free meal to like first frontline workers. <laughs> hey, I actually cashed in on that the other day. Really? I did. I did. I had. I had a. Um, uh, what's that breakfast thing that McDonald's makes? The McDonald's. Um, McGriddle. No, egg McMuffin. I had, oh, egg egg, I had an egg McMuffin for the first time in like 25 years. So you see that? The, all the see girls, how fat I am? <laughs> <laughs> all the girls in my office were going over to McDonald's and they were picking up, uh, you know, the, the thank you meals, which I think is fantastic. I really do. Is that, you know, God bless McDonald's for, for taking care of everybody. Is that the same office I visited you in? Yes, in Bayshore. Come on, stop it. I swear to God, I've been gaining weight since this thing started. <laughs> I actually been working my ass off since this thing has started because I can't go to the gym, I can't go to jujitsu, so I've been actually very, very conscious of what I eat since this thing has popped off. Yeah, we've been pretty good here too. Um, you know, especially she's pregnant, you know, so um, watching her intake and all that has been pretty key. And uh, I've just been kind of following suit because it's just, you know, we do it as a team. You know what I mean? Makes it easier. Yeah. And, Hell know, yeah. And especially with all this stuff going around, like I said, it's definitely on my mind. Like, oh, wow, I really got to, you know, eat better just in general. And it's, it's, just, it's a smart thing to do anyway, you know? It would be, I, I think it would be a, uh, 
a, an extra added benefit if people learn something from this and they became more healthy. But for some reason, I, I don't think the media has picked up on the, uh, on the obesity thing yet. I've only seen a few reports where they mention it. Dude. Yeah, I've, I haven't heard it too much through that either, just mainly through friends that are in the medical profession, you know, saying, yeah. like, that's what we're saying. And it's, it's you know, I told, I, I, I related the experience of my sister, but I didn't even mention my daughter, who, um, she works in a, uh, an ICU up in the Bronx. And she, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. She said all of her patients are, are grossly obese. Wow. And Hispanic and black. Well, 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 fuck me then, huh? <laughs> you obese black motherfucker. Fuck you. <clears throat> Maybe nobody <laughs> obese. No, you're not obese though. Obese is is morbidly obese. Listen, black, I can't help. <laughs> I, I I can't explain that. I'm working on it, but I just can't lay in the snow enough to get lighter. <laughs> We're going to hell. We're definitely going to hell, my friend. He draws. <laughs> I, dude, uh, yep. Um, I didn't know what to say. It's because they changed the narrative literally every fucking other day. This is good. Oh, no, no that's not good. I'm sorry. This is bad. Uh, this is bad. No, no, I'm sorry. This is good. And as far as the news goes, I stopped watching the news because it just doesn't fucking. I had to watch CNN, Fox, just to get to the middle of what I think just may be the fucking truth, because CNN is like a fucking you know a fucking dull version of the real world, you know, season one through three, and Fox is you know like a watered down white supremacy channel. So I I get to the middle of it by watching both those fucking channels. Even though I will say Fox is a lot more fairer, I think, than CNN. CNN, uh, I, I'm sorry. They're, they're off. They're out of their fucking minds. They, they, they hate Trump. They have such bad Trump uh, TDS. It, it's, it, I can't even listen to them. I really can't. They're, they're insane. They're absolutely insane. It shouldn't matter if you hate Trump. You're fucking the news. You're only supposed to report... What's the news? Your fucking subjective opinion does not fucking matter. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to hear your fucking opinion. Just tell me what happened. I don't want to know what your interpretation is. Shut the fuck up. But they, they just go on and on. Even the headlines. Like, you know, you, you, can't, you can't read a headline and then read the story and find out that they're diametric opposites. Because they they're trying to it, it's 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 an internet thing they they're looking for the clicks, you know the the clicks is where the money is, that's the only that's why they do that. Did you? They, they're they're sensationalizing everything. Did you? They used to call it yellow journalism. What 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 they're doing that right now? Exactly. They they're not they're not reporting the news. They're trying to make the news. They're influencing the news by the way they tell the story. Did you see um, Nancy Pelosi trying to backpedal um, her, you know, telling everyone to get out in Chinatown and San Francisco and hang out? All that bullshit. You didn't see? Yeah. 
I, I've seen I've seen a few clips. It, it it's frightening. Oh, before, you know, um, when everyone's like, you know, Trump's an asshole for shutting off, um, you know, people flying in from China and all that. When that was all going on, Nancy Pelosi went live saying that, oh, you know, her in Chinatown in San Francisco or something like that, telling everybody to. Oh, get out into Chinatown and walk around and mingle and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, come to the parade. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she's like, oh, I didn't say that. I was meaning don't be racist against Chinese people. You know, it was like a whole 180 of what she did. Like, it was all. It's, it's so, she, she's an evil fucking witch, man. I'm not political. I vote on policy, not on politics. I'm not anything. I'm not Republican, liberal. Uh, Democrat, I just, you know, whatever sort of seems to be the best laid plan for people, um, that's sort of what I vote on. Even though being middle class, we're the ones that always get fucked. You know, I, Agreed. I yeah, I, yeah, it is what it is, man. You know, I, yeah. I resigned to the fact that no matter who I vote for, I'm not included in that demographic. Yeah. I don't drive a Maserati either, so, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck you, Troy. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I knew it was coming. I was trying not to say it, but it sort of slipped in there. I, uh, Alcohol made me say it. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait a second. Aren't you the guy that drives a Bourget motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of my Bourget. Thank you very much. No, I call it a bourget. Why? Why does it have to be about me, John? Why are you got to try to change well, what I you got? Brought up, you brought up my car, man. I have a Ford and I have a Bourget. Yes, but I did get rid of my Bourget. Oh, I didn't know that. Dude, let me guess, I, guess I can't ride down there now. You know what's worse than having a motorcycle in New York? <laughs> having one in North Carolina. And these motherfuckers. The blinker is something that. It's the cosmetic thing. They don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> they don't use them. You know how you know when someone's not from North Carolina? They use their fucking turn signals. <laughs> it's a little scary down here. I would never, ever ride a, a motorcycle down here. Moving down here was the staple that made me sell my bike. Uh, I didn't know you sold your bike, man. I'd rather ride in the Bronx on Fordham Avenue during rush hour than ride a fucking motorcycle in North Carolina. Wow, that's, that's a fucking statement. <laughs> that's, that's some serious shit, man. Fucking truth. If you're yeah. not in the mountain or in the country, yeah, have fun with that shit. Oh. Not good, bro. Not good. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Oh my God, Fordham Avenue in the Bronx. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you'll be safer doing that than doing that down here, dude. It's not good, man. Not good. And then you hit a turn around here, and these assholes blow all their fucking, you know, glass grass clippings on the road, and you'll just fucking go whisking off into a cornfield because you'll just your bike will totally lose its footing. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's not good, bro. <laughs> and I learned that out real quick 
work at emergency services that this is probably not the place to drive a motorcycle. Wow. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying it for a long motherfucking time. (laughs) Is it it North Carolina that's uh, license plate says uh, first in flight or some shit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was. Motorcycle. I was down there. I was like, yeah, first in flight, not in driving, you fucking clowns. Holy shit. I never seen anything like it. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible, dude. It's it's horrible. I I still think Michigan's worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Dude, <clears throat> this is what I'm going to tell you. During the winter, if you get a quarter of an inch of snow, <laughs> they close shit down. Jesus. And these fuckers can't drive in the sun. So I know they can't drive in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious, dude. (laughs) Down here, we got like less than a half inch of snow. And I was going to a liquor store and it was like, I don't know, 430 in the afternoon. And they're like, you got to hurry up. We got to (laughs) close. Well, you know, it's snowing. That's not snow. Those are fucking sprinkles. No, no, no. I was like, uh, okay. And uh, I tell you, shit closed down. Shit closed down. It was like we were in Alaska, and it was going to be dark for the next eight months. And we got a blizzard. Dude, it was fucked up. I was like, what the fuck? Crazy. Out of control. That's insane. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's real fucked up down here, but it's good in a way. You know, I know I learned how to, you know, stock up. Oh, it may snow on Tuesday. And, oh, it's Saturday. Uh, let me go to the liquor store now and get, <laughs> and get some milk because everyone's going to be making milk sandwiches for <laughs> in eight weeks. They closed school here the day before because they may get a half inch of snow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little weird, man. It's a little weird. But the flip side is that, you know, I own an AR-15. Oh, a 6.5 Grindel. I can walk around with my gun on my hip, gun on my leg. Got a shot, crossbow. You know, you could carry a fucking bazooka down here, and no one will say shit to you except for a good day. <laughs> That's perfect for the uh, the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind it, you know. No one bothers me. You know what's more scarier than a white guy? Oh, oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> Put a fucking 40 cal on this fucking hip. People are quite friendly to you. <laughs> oh, Troy. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to come down, buddy. We'll have a great time, man. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. When the world opens up, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it's soon. I'm kind of done with this shit. The world's never opening up, son. Mad Max, bitch. It's not. It's not going to be the same as what it was. You know. I, I mean, all of the airlines just passed a rule that you have to wear a mask on the air on the uh, plane. How long is that going to last? And they're not serving. They're what? They're not serving drinks anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. They don't serve alcohol, anything, 
on a flight anymore. Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, no shit. Fuck you, I'll drive. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can drink while I'm driving. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate flying, even though I fly all the time. And I was flying all the time until this shit popped up off, you know, back and forth to New York. But I I don't see myself getting on the flight, man, no time soon. Because I just I can't do it. I can't. Uh, I, I don't I don't even know where to go with that, you know. I, I mean I would love to get on a plane right now. My son is in Florida, my girl is in Florida. You know, I, I got uh I'm I'm stuck up here. You know, you, you fly to Florida right now, you gotta you gotta um you gotta be in quarantine for two weeks. Really? Yeah. That's that's the law, man. Oh, whoa. so back up and explain that. If you fly into Florida from any from any of the uh, the the, the um, hot point states, you have to quarantine yourself for two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. In New York, New Jersey. You know, like you can't even like drive to another state and fly down there. You know, you can't get away with it. Wow. Did you check your license? I'm, I I think they they check the uh, the manifest on the uh, on the flights. That's nuts. So if you take a two week vacation, you take a two week vacation to go quarantine yourself. That's right. That's correct. That is the law in Florida right now. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of fucking people on the beach. Hmm. Two feet from each other. That's, that's correct. And that's why I say Florida is America's dick. <laughs> 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 it's that piece of land that sticks off the side of the fucking country. Kind of looks like a dick. It does. It without the balls. I guess. Yeah, it's got no balls. Florida's got no balls. Or oh, Texas would be the balls of Florida. Huge balls. <laughs> oh, dude! Big, huge, saggy, wrinkly Texas balls. <laughs> and Florida's like the old man dick, just <laughs> and just kind of hangs around and turns to the right. Sort of sitting there with the little dribble that's coming out, which will be the fucking little islands that leave. Yeah, that's the keys. Yeah, the keys. <laughs> 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 the keys of Florida is fucking a dick's pre cup just sort of floating there in the fucking water. <laughs> All right, this this went downhill very quickly. Well, it has to, because because I'm part of it. There's there's no other way to do it. Outside of that, how's life, John? <laughs> it's just fantastic. Oh my god, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I I I want to see my kids. I want to see my parents. I want to see my granddaughter. I want to see my girlfriend. I I uh, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not a happy camper, my friend. Have Have you been staying away from everybody? I have. I absolutely have. Grandkids too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That that's what Easter. They came and they sat on my lawn, and I stood on the deck, and I just went. Hi, you know. Yeah, I was up there um, in April. 
and my daughter just turned 15 and she's a type one diabetic and just because oh, shit. that um she's a high risk i wasn't able to see her and she turned 15 yeah and i i was like and i told her she's a smart girl she understood but it sucks you know and then my oldest son i can't see him she's a type one diabetic and shit so yeah it, it, Dude, I, you got some bad genetics. It's not me. Yeah. Oh, that, boy. Yeah, that's not my from my side. Um, my first and my third <clears throat> are type ones. My middle one is not. And her first cousin, her first and her third are type one diabetics, and her middle one is not. So it's not from my side of the family. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not me, man. I got those slave roots, son. Kutakites, through and through. I'm strong as a fucking ox, son. <laughs> uh, that, you know, type 1 diabetes is not supposed to be genetic. It's supposed to be autoimmune. It's genetic. Sounds that way. Are you drinking Corona? Yes, I am. Fuck the disease. Love the beer. That's all I drink is fucking Corona. There you go, right there. Oh, first. Extra. Well. Oh, my God. I, I had to bring up a um, beer with me because if not, I have to go down and get another vodka. You don't like Corona? What are you, a Budweiser guy? <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I brew my own, brother. What, do you really? Oh, hell yeah. I don't drink beer unless I make it myself. The fuck you do? Do you really? I, I sure as shit do. Why am I just finding this out now? Uh, you've never been to my house. Never invited me over. That's because you're in fucking South Carolina. Fucker, I am up there all the time. Motherfucker, you don't call me when you're up here. Just call you. <laughs> the last time I called you when I was up there, you were like crashing in Maserati or some shit like that. So I'm fucking tell oh, that, was, that was like a year and a half ago. It was a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was. I called you the last time I was up there, and you were too busy working. Oh, that that could be. That could be. All right, my bad. All right, well, write, invite me over. You make dark beer? I do. I do. I have, I have a coffee stout that I made that is outstanding. I do. Fucking what? Yeah, that? oh, my God. It's, they call it a breakfast stout because it's got coffee yeah. in it. I made it with um, cold brew coffee. I am a... Huge fucking fan of coffee beers. I love them. I can't not drink them. I drink them all the time. Dude, when we're offline, just text me your address and I'll send you down a bottle. Fuck yeah, that's. I'll, awesome. I'll fill. I'll fill a bottle because I keg everything. I don't. I don't do. I don't bottle anything. But I'll send you. A, I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll get a plastic bottle or something. I'll mail it to you. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of uh, coffee beers. I had it. Yeah. No. Oh shit. No, it's it's it. good, really. It's it's oh different, man. It's it's interesting. My coffee stout is is outstanding. Ooh. It really is, and it, it's like uh, it's not real super strong. It's seven eight percent alcohol, something like that. That's yeah. fucking the beer they sell them. Yeah, yeah it, it's not it's not real high. It's not real low, but it's it's really really tasty. It's got a great flavor to it. I made it with um, Starbucks coffee. Ooh. Ah, nice. And how long does it take you to, from start to finish? 
it depends on the beer. I, I can make beer that, that you can drink it within a month. And I, I've made beer that it takes a year. Wow. Wow. It's all different. It's all different. I didn't know this about you, man. You never fucking shared that, son. <laughs> yeah, that's my uh, that's my hobby. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. I, I I wanted to get into that, but I don't even know where to start. It's, oh, it's, it's easy. It yeah. really is. It's fun. It really is. It's I recommend the hobby to everybody. It's 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 really it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, you should do it. Try it. I got a kit for it, but I don't know even what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, no, the kits are easy. The kits are easy. I have to try it out. <clears throat> so speaking of hobbies, we'll start with Tony. So since this horse shit, which is not really horse shit, been going on, what have you done that you wanted to do or something new that you've done since you've been stuck at home that you haven't had time or haven't done? Um. Well, for the uh, okay, I did all that stuff. So it's a little bit different from you, but I'm you know just curious. Um. So yeah. Uh. So I bought a uh, I bought a house recently, and you know not being able to go out, so it's like you know, obviously I, I work every day still, but. Uh, instead of going out and doing something stupid, I've been spending more time home. So I redid my master bedroom, um, learned how to put in um, tongue and groove flooring, um, been doing a lot of stuff like that around the house. I redoing stuff outside, you know, landscaping and shit, like little little stuff like that. Nothing, nothing too crazy besides to, you know, uh trying to set up my studio uh and now you know doing a podcast now you know that's something new that's different that's uh was uh that was like a conversation that went crazy <laughs> off right <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we definitely went off the tracks <laughs> um yeah just like stuff like that i uh really just working on stuff i don't think i've done anything majorly different i've been working on my uh i set up my guitars and stuff and started playing guitar again and really trying to re mm -hmm. get back into that a little bit more because I'm trying to, you know, working on my solo music. So I want to get my guitar, you know, fingers up to par and start playing again. You know what I mean? I haven't touched my bass since I left that stage that last night, Tony. Ask, that blows my mind. Dude, I packed my shit up. I sold some shit. I still have all my basses from Dean. And those motherfuckers haven't seen the light a day since I moved to North Carolina, son. I, I have a, a weird hobby of <laughs> buying drum kits, trading drum kits in, getting new drum kits. I feel like I get a new drum kit every like three months now. <laughs> like it's, I'm like, I, the problem is now is I'm not trading them in. I feel like I'm just collecting drum stuff. Like I'm, I'm get, I have a ridiculous amount of drums now. <laughs> so I got to control. I, I got a problem. Well, you know me. I can't do music and not go 100%, so I just choose to leave it where it is and just leave it in the past. Yeah, that, well, that's what's kind of nice about, um, you know, being quarantined is that you ain't got a choice. You can't go nowhere, so it's like might as well take advantage of it now. What about you, John? Nothing new, really. Um, lost my ear pod. That's okay. 
No, I, I'm not, I'm I'm more working than anything else. You know, I, I I'm I'm, you know, I've I've lost my uh, my socialization. You know, I, I I'm I'm in the house all the time. You know, I I used to go out more. You know, I my uh, you know I said I've said it a couple times. My girl is stuck in Florida. She's been down there for six weeks. She hasn't been able to come home. Well, she came to North Carolina a couple of weeks. What? <laughs> Motherfucker. Such an asshole. Um, yeah, what, what is it? Um, <laughs> so I, I, I've been, uh, I, 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 nothing, nothing, uh, I, I wish I could, I wish I could um, come up with something positive for it, but I, I have no, I have nothing positive to say about this whole thing. So business as usual? Yeah, it's business as usual, you know, except, you know, the worst part of it is I can't go to my gym. Yeah. You know, you know what's fucking funny about that? I, dude, I used to, you know, between jujitsu and gym, that was pretty much my free time. This shit popped off. And I was like, all right, let me just fucking sort of get shit together here because my gym closed. I said, let me just get a kettlebell because I'm big on kettlebells and jump ropes. Yeah, something, man. It is easier now to find Jesus than it is to find a fucking kettlebell. Exactly. I I tried and I tried and I tried. I cannot find one. I've got two twenty-pound kettlebells, oh, yeah. and I am so fucking pissed because they're useless. Yeah, I found one tonight and I ordered it. I found a thirty-five and a forty-pound kettlebell on um actually Walmart. I had to pay a little bit more, but I, I fuck it. I bought Get the fuck out of here. Walmart? I give I give my left nut for a forty pound kettlebell right now. <laughs> yeah, you gotta order it. I ordered it to my house. But uh, you find them on Amazon if you want it in the middle of Amazon Amazon doesn't have them. They do if you get them in the middle of June. And that does me absolutely zero fucking good. But yeah. I, I found them. I was using um dumbbells. And just sort of just going through the kettlebell routine, just because yeah. I had no choice. But you could get them if you go to if you go to um, Walmart, and you got it. It depends on what brand you select, and of course the expensive brand is the one that you, is available. The less it's probably made by white people. Oh, you know, white people always want that money. <laughs> but what I've been doing, so. I've, believe it or not, have taken up gardening. Okay. I took up... What are you, what are you growing? Well, I took up... Because um, everything's completely all the way left with me. I took up um, aeroponic gardening. Oh, okay. So you're growing weed. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, I got like a 55 um, barrel, you know, um, food barrel and uh, with a top on it. And you cut slits in it. You know, this is all Googleable, of course. It's easier if you just Google it. But um, so it's a series of a water pump and um, a timer that cycles the water, how it waters it. And you cut slits in it, and then you could grow like, well, it would take you a huge amount of space. And I grow 20, 20, uh, 35 plants in a two foot square space vertically. Okay. Grow um, lettuce 
I'm growing um, jalapenos, cucumbers, tomatoes. Um, and weed. What's that? I wish I had no weed. They can't smoke it, so fuck it. <laughs> um, what else? Um, so a couple of variety of peppers, um, Brussels sprouts, and it's like a 55-gallon drum, and I use zero soil. That's pretty cool. It's a learning curve, but being home and just working, you know, and I was home a lot, <clears throat> I sort of researched it, and it's actually really cool. This soil, there's no soil. It's a small little footprint that you grow it in, and you grow vertically, and it's sort of been like my hobby, man, and that's like what I've engulfed myself in is just growing my own vegetables, you know? It's awesome. And so that's been like my sort of my zen thing. I get up in the morning, I take them from seeds to seedlings, uh, make sure the roots are growing properly, get them in the, aer the um, aeroponic garden, get them in there. You know, it's like an everyday thing, man. It's like, you know, when I get up and go to work in the morning, the first thing I do after I get out of the shower and get dressed is go and turn my grow light on so my seeds grow. And, you know, that's sort of like my thing right now, man. It's that's cool fucking weirdest fucking thing that I thought I would ever be doing, but it's sort of pretty cool, man, you know? Yeah, but when the fucking zombie apocalypse comes, I'm coming down there to hang out with you, motherfucker. You're more than welcome. You got, you got shit to eat. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I have, you know, besides that, since moving to North Carolina, I become like an avid bow hunter, you know, okay. between bow hunting and gun hunting, you know, I have a freezer full of Wild game meat, you know, so. No shit. Yeah, man, yeah. I thought I told you this. I thought we had this conversation. No, that you didn't tell me. That you, I, I would have remembered that. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, I'll send you pictures. But yeah, that's sort of like my thing, man. That's, you know, I love hunting. Me and my buddies, we uh, manage 118 acres of land on the side of a mountain. We have, uh, we get our hunting season in, our deer, you know, our turkey. We go to South Carolina, mm. Georgia to hunt our hogs. And um, for a while there, if I didn't kill it, I wasn't eating it. No shit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was, that's sort of like my thing that I love the most. Oh. And everything. But, you know, it's a. Dude, you, 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 you get a, you get a hog. I'll make you some some super sod, and I'll make you some uh, some dried sausage from that. I, I make my own sausages, brother. I have a whole grinder. I have casing. The whole dude, come down, man. Oh, you, you, yeah, definitely. Oh my God, that's like one of my hobbies. What hunting? I used to go hunting. I've been on hunting in years and years and years. But I, I make I, I make my own uh, charcuterie. You know, I, I, I dry the meats. I make uh, I make dried sausage. I make super sod. I make gabagol. It's all Italian shit. I know, man. Who are you talking about? You're just a black guy that's not didn't tan all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Milano Pinic. <laughs> Dude, that's like one of my favorite things is like hunting. I my goal this year, I didn't get to do it last year because well, I was gonna do it. 
I had a family emergency for my 50th birthday. I was going to go and take a, um, an elk. And I had an emergency. I couldn't do it. But that's like one of my things, man. I want to go, you know, take an elk, you know, a moose. You know, I, that, I just fill my refrigerator, dude, and just, you know. That's yeah. Yeah. I love elk steak, son. I love elk steak. I never had it. Oh, it's it's so good. <laughs> elk jerky. Uh, elk meat's good, man. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of elk meat. John, check it out. I sent you something. Check it out. You're not going to hear because I know your phone's inside, but I, I sent you something. Oh. <laughs> you see that right there? Yeah, I see it. That, that's a wild boar. That thing right there was 120 pounds, man. I killed a little motherfucker. A little, but a lot of meat. Dude, what do you got on? Like fucking blackface or something? <laughs> I, I killed that thing, dude. It was probably, I think it was like 2 30 in the morning. When <laughs> I... <laughs> Shut up, Tony, you dickhead. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. I would have made bacon out of that motherfucker. Bacon's a hard thing to do. Not for me. Really? Yeah. I have a smoker. I have a smoker, too. But you got to cure that and, and um, salt the whole nine Yeah. Years. Yeah. You buy, you buy curing salts. Yeah, I got it all now. You know, that was before my skills elevated. To be able to make bacon, but yeah, that yeah, that's that's my thing, man. My hope is to be able to do as much as I can do without leaving my house as possible. Gotcha. Everything. So when the zombie apocalypse come, I'll be able to. You know, I don't know. I'll be down there hanging out with you, my friend. <laughs> Did you get it, Tony? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's a big ass fucking hog, man. I was like, holy shit. He is black. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible picture, my friend. I don't care, man. It's all about the meat. Uh, it, it won't be a uh, picture when you stand in front of my door begging to come in. <laughs> and in order to come into my compound, you need a certain skill set. Okay. Yeah, just saying. I, I can kill shit. I can make. I can. <laughs> I can preserve it, and I can cook it. <laughs> but I don't need you to cook. There's only one chef here, son. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> you act like you don't love my chicken. <laughs> Was it fried? No. No. Shockingly, no. <laughs> he can cook. He can cook. I've gotten All better. Right. <laughs> Let's plan a party, my friends. Dude, when shit gets back to normal, I would love to have you guys down. We could do this again and get really fucking drunk and talk about some other crazy fucking nonsense that we have absolutely no control over. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to edit like the last half hour of this uh, podcast, right? Yeah, I'm not editing shit. That's us <laughs> rambling about that we can't control and, you know, just fucking talking, which is something that more people need to do just talking freely as opposed to censoring themselves. That's true. But, dude, you know I love you, John, and I so appreciate you for doing this with us. Yeah, man. No problem. 
and hopefully, um, you know, that um, people will learn a little bit of something that they're really not getting, you know, publicly on news and, you know, and hopefully that everything will be a better place in a couple of months and we'll all learn from this, which I don't think all of us will, but maybe some of us will. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it'd be real cool if we, uh, I don't know, maybe in like a month or two, revisit this and do this podcast again. Hey, and see where we're at then, want. you know what I mean? And, and get the, uh, everything that's going on around all of us again and see where we stand and see what we, how our opinions change then once we see what's really going on. I'm, I mean, let's do it. Dude, I, I love you, John, man. Thank you. you. You've been a great friend for a long time, brother. And um, I'm here, my friend. With you again. And hopefully you all do this in the same room. As opposed to being, you know, states and states apart. Yeah. That, that'll be fun. That'll be a good little weekend or something. <laughs> Big old party with lots of sausage everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting arrested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John. Seriously, though, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you doing this with us, man. You're welcome. Anytime, my friend. Yeah, man, it was Do awesome. It, it was really nice talking to you. Same. Be safe, brother, and I, I will talk to you very, very soon. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. We'll see you next time. Stay filthy, America.